Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. And I'm here with special celebrity guest, Grace Draven. Good morning. She has her coffee, too. Yes, I do. I need it. <laughs> so today is Saturday, July 20th. Yes. At San Diego Comic Con. Bright and early in the morning. It's not all that bright and early. It's 830. That's still bright and early. <laughs> but we are in the quiet of our hotel room. If we were actually at the convention center, you would not be able to hear us. No, there's a lot of white noise in the background. Yeah, it's, there is. It's pretty deafening. The, I think the convention center isn't set up very well acoustically that way, not too. Not that, yeah. Yeah. So, but we've had a fun few days. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, a little overwhelming. Certainly visually on the first day, because we went straight to the convention from the airport. Yeah. And I've been to other comic conventions, certainly nothing the size of this one. Um, and this was just, there was a lot to see and a lot of crowds to navigate, just lots and lots of people. Yeah, we... We went to a few things. We we thought we were going to go to a panel, but then we saw some authors that we knew signing, so we went and talked to them. Mm -hmm. That was fun. That, I'm glad that. we did yeah, that because that uh -huh. was like the only time we got to do something like that. That's true. Uh, so then we decided because Grace had a signing at the Penguin Random House booth that afternoon, and we still had a couple of hours, mm -hmm. but I had to do a podcast interview at like one, and then her signing was at two. So we thought, okay, well, let's go scope out where the booth is, just to be sure, mm -hmm. and then we'll go get something to eat and find a quiet spot for me, or, you know, quiet, in air quotes, uh, spot for me to do this podcast. Or it's not podcast, it's actually radio interview, I keep saying podcast. But um, weren't we glad we went and found the booth? Yes. <laughs> Very. Because it was not quick quick canvas and look no. there's the booth <laughs> we, we went through a different entrance that was further back from where the booth was located so we were headed that way and there were spots where literally you were shuffling to try to get through it was the, it was the it zombie was, shuffle it was it was the zombie shuffle. it felt like a cattle call there was just so many people so it took us a while to get to the booth but I'm glad we did, and we scoped out you know, which is the better entrance to come through. And that really helped. That cut down time. Right. Because... We're like, B2 is the golden B2 door. B2 is the golden door. <laughs> and because when I came back from our lunch, because I left you to finish up the radio interview, I got stuck in a massive crowd just trying to cross over the trolley tracks. And, I mean, literally waiting. So I must have been there, I don't know, at five or six minutes just standing there amongst a huge crowd of people just trying to cross over because there was just so many people because the trolley was going through it was a combination of the trolley plus people coming from the convention into the gas lamp district and then you know people leaving the gas lamp district and it's just this narrow space really for all those people to try to pass each other and yeah it was crazy i made it with five minutes to spare but i'm glad i left when i did <laughs> And knew exactly where you were going. And knew where I was going. Because I would have been late. Yeah, because it took us probably half an hour to find that booth. Yeah, it did. And that's just trying to get to it. it yeah. I mean, everything is clearly marked. They show you, uh, you have all of the um, numbered aisles, the 
signs hanging from the ceiling so you can see them but there was just a lot of people i don't know how anybody gets to some of those vendor booths to see the stuff because there's so many people and so much stuff to look at i mean yeah. it was just it's i found it visually overwhelming and you know maybe you get used to that but i think for me part of my and, and it'll be this way for uh, going to rwa in times square next week you know that my natural habitat is kind of the polar opposite of all of the flashing lights and, right <laughs> you know, it's like noise and uh, yeah i mean it wasn't i'm not bothered by crowds really and i'm okay with you know big convention stuff and concerts never bothered me or anything but this was i could see where this could be so overwhelming for somebody not used to that yeah yeah so so then we came back to the hotel and rested yep. and we went to like i passed out yeah <laughs> rested we, have, we all have our ways of resting and then we went out to dinner with um julie fine and janet tate and jean orico mm -hmm. at sally's fish house that was really lovely and peaceful on it the was marina. it was nice to see the marina and the food was good and the company was the best so and then it was funny because we went to the Penguin Random House party, which was at the library. Yes. The central library. And so we took a lift car there and the guy dropped us off. And it's like basically a downtown public library yeah. closed at night. So it was like, okay. And I'm like, are you sure this is the right place? And she's like, I think so. Oh, yeah. I was like, let me check my phone. Oh, my God. If I've got the wrong day. Oh, <laughs> So, no, but it was, we found, we had to walk around and we found um, a security guard who was like, oh yeah, just go on in this way, go up to the floor. And yeah, he spots so, us and yeah. he says, are you coming to the event? And we're and like, like, this must be the place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we don't want to be out here on the street. <laughs> and it was lovely. They had a beautiful view of the city from mm. that floor because they had the floor to ceiling windows and it was a great party. Hung out with uh my editor, Ann Sowards, and chatted with her and had wine. I had a, a Moscow mule with mine, I think, though. You hear her tone of voice as she says that. It was great, except I'd had wine before, so I had a nasty headache the next day. We both did. We, mm -hmm. we did not hop up the next morning. Nope. We ended up sort of lying in bed and talking for hours. And yes. I was like, oh, we should have podcasted, but neither one of us were. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> But it was nice to have sort of a long-ranging conversation. It was. And then we mustered and went out to Mission Beach. We, that was really pretty. This is my first time out to San Diego, and it's actually my first time out to California in general. So uh, San Diego is amazing. Mission Beach was absolutely beautiful. I'm still just stunned by the weather here in July. Uh, since I'm from Houston, <laughs> weather in july is just something you suffer through <laughs> so, and you don't go outside and the weather they have here in july is basically the weather we have in houston in late november i kept telling jeffy this is like thanksgiving weather this is amazing so <laughs> she's like is it just like this all, all the time, time? <laughs> yes it was incredible so Not she was thinking about maybe skills. moving but then we looked at the house at prices. The real estate prices nope <laughs> <laughs> Nope, couldn't afford it. So, but it was Mission Beach was truly 
really beautiful and very, relaxing and relaxing nice. and the breeze coming off the water was nice and we stopped off at a place to eat and just walked the promenade i thought it was a really nice day yeah it was lovely and then we came back and got cleaned up and went to the sephwa panel that was a great panel yeah yeah i'm glad i'm glad it went well yeah. For those who don't know, um, talk about CEPWA, what that stands for. It's the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America, and I'm on the board of directors. And that was really the raison d'etre for me coming to Comic-Con. And then guess Grace got to be my guest. Mm -hmm. And so we did this panel on, you know, we called it CEPWA Writers Reveal the One Big Secret That Got Them Published. And, and everybody was a good sport about the, the clickbait title. I think everybody recognizes the irony of clickbait titles mm-hmm. now. So, um, it was we, a great audience. Yeah, I bet right we now. had, I'm, t- I'm not good at guessing numbers, but I'm thinking it was probably 60 to 75 people. Yeah, I thought you had an excellent turnout, especially with considering the time that it was scheduled. At you 6 know, p.m., at yeah. At 6 p.m., a lot of people were probably tired from being at the convention all day. Yeah, we but, really met a mass exodus as we were going we did, in. And these, those poor people looked blasted. They did. Mm-hmm. It was funny because we were just sort of looking at the faces and they were like sagging and their mm-hmm. faces were slack and they were, yeah. Uh, so we did the, the panel and I, yeah, it did go great. I'm thinking it may have been more people because that hall held 300. Mm. And it was probably half full. I was going to say there was way more than 60 people there if that hall held 300. Yeah, yeah so we might have had 125 yeah, something like that easily over 100 people for sure and so a lot of good questions very good questions yeah, yeah i felt bad i had to cut off that last girl but i'd also said multiple times that you know like we have two more questions and two, yeah, exactly yeah. so she wasn't listening <laughs> <laughs> i did she looked so disappointed when i said i'm sorry but you know like the the hall monitor was standing there going wrap up we have that's to wrap right up. i saw her come in and like point to her chart or yeah yeah it said wrap up uh-huh. yeah there you go <laughs> it was not easy to herd greg bear into wrapping up fast on things <laughs> yeah although i would i would say that um, the questions were good the answers were even better yeah. Everybody came at the various questions from different points of view, but all of it was really good advice. It worked out well because this was something that I had to pull the panel composition together fairly last minute. It was sort of like, okay, who's going to be there mm-hmm. <laughs> and who's interested? And I wanted to show a range of diversity, you know, just demonstrate that stuff was not just about old white guys. Yep. And but also a diversity of publishing paths. Yes, and I think that was what I came away with most strongly from uh, listening to the panel was that there was no one quote unquote true way right to get published. That's there's no magic bullet. There's you know different ways to get there that work in different situations for different people who may be pursuing various goals. So we would all love to know what the magic bullet is there right. is no magic bullet there is no one big secret unfortunately nope. uh, i really appreciated something that greg van eekout said about networking where he says it shouldn't be transactional correct there should i mean that sense that it must always be you know quid pro quo so i like the idea of it because people and like he said you can tell when people are not being sincere yeah you know if they're only interested in communicating and interacting with you because they think they can get something from you and you can spot that a mile off yeah. so i thought that was he brought up an excellent point there mm-hmm. and so then after that we walked over to the marriott marquee pool bar 
which Grace agreed was a beautiful spot. Yes, it was. I just love that pool bar. That was amazing. It's like being in Hawaii or something. Yeah, it was just lovely. I mean, I made sure to take a picture of it so I could show family when I got home. Say, oh, look where I had dinner and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and we found a table mm-hmm. and we sat. It was not overly mobbed. I mean, it took us a little while to find a table, but it wasn't crazy. I actually expected it to be crazy. I did. It wasn't. And as soon as we sat down, uh, this couple approached us, and they had our Seasons of Sorcery anthology Mm -hmm. in their hands, and they said, oh, well, hi, we're Katie's parents, and we just, we walked over, we live in Little Italy, so we just walked over, Mm -hmm. and to get Katie's book signed for her, because Katie's in D.C. That's right. And so that was just... That was so sweet. It was so sweet. Katie, if you're listening to this, you have lovely parents. They were so lovely. Just delightful people. We chatted with them for a few minutes. And so we thought, okay, well, it was totally worth it. Even if nobody else comes, at least we got Katie's book signed. And so then we ordered food and drinks. Grace bought me dinner. Grace bought me dinner several times. She's been very sweet. And you could tell where my heart is. Hey, Food bribery works with me. Uh, And then uh, it was, no, not Jenna. Jennifer. Jennifer. Mm -hmm. Jennifer showed up, and she was the only one for a little while. She was all excited. it was nice, so we could definitely just do one-on-one. Have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then Yvette from Sexy Magic Fantasy Reads showed up and brought us our um, beautiful boxes that she made. Oh, they were incredible, and they had uh, wine samplers in them. Just lovely. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Yvette. Thank you. And and she took pages from our our book from our novellas and like decoupaged them on the box. Yeah, so you the still box, say decoupage? Yeah, you still say decoupage. Oh, okay. So yeah, they were decoupaged and customized to each of us. So that yeah. was it, they were just beautiful, gorgeous. And then. Jenna showed up with her mom <clears throat> with her mom and they'd driven in from Bakersfield yeah so that's three and a half hour drive she said yeah oh. wow and they had to wait for Jenna to get off work mm-hmm. and then her mom drove her in so that was a really good call when I suggested a time I'd said like you know Friday morning or something and Grace said no we should do it in the evening preferably on you know like Friday night so that like the nine to fivers can make it right if anybody has to work through the day yeah and that was very smart of you but it was a it was lovely to see them too thank you ladies very much for you know driving all that way although i think it's awesome that they were able to use that time to do a mother-daughter hangout for the weekend yeah i was a little concerned because they were both drinking which is fine but they both had a couple of cocktails and i was like are you guys driving back to Bakersfield tonight? And they're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want them running off the road. They're so tired from the alcohol. Because yeah, you know, so, it wasn't like they were totally boozing up or anything. No, but that was would like, be a long drive. It yeah, would be a long drive so. after you had a couple of drinks. and But they're like, oh, no, we're have a room at the Ramada mm-hmm. down the street, which I was, we were amazed. I was stunned that they got a room. Yeah. yeah I think a lot of people reserve and then cancel. That, yeah, because they just want to hold the room. Right. So, so they were going to, they weren't doing Comic Con. They were no, like going to go to the Scripps uh, Aquarium. And, right. and just make a weekend of it here in San Diego. So yeah, it was pretty nice. I think that's a great way to do it's it. It's a great way to do it. And then what, what did she say that um, 
the price of the rooms at the Marriott were going for $1,300 a night. $1,300 a night. Wow. And I've stayed in that hotel, and it's a really nice hotel, but... Not $1,300 a night. (laughs) (laughs) And so, while we were here, you got to meet your editor, Ann Sowards. Mm -hmm. And that was fun. We got to chat with her quite a bit. Yeah, it was nice to see her. I have brunch with her in about an hour or so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, in about an hour or so. And... And you're going to, we don't know what you're going to talk about. No, no, no clue. But Grace did turn in the revision of Dragon Unleashed. I did. Well, I turned in the second rewrite round of Dragon Unleashed. That's true. Unleashed. We should call it yeah. rewrite, not revision. I haven't, yeah, I haven't gotten, uh, I had just turned it in on the 16th. So Anne has it, and she will be doing revisions. So I expect it'll probably hit my inbox within the next couple of weeks. So, and, so would you talk about that a little bit? Because people hear me talk daily about the kinds of things I'm working on, and I, I try to give an idea of like what the daily life of a career writer is like. What's your day normally like, and what was it like working on this project? I know that's a big, here's our panelist question. <laughs> she's, she's looking at me like, damn, Jeff, yeah, I thought we were just going to chat. Thanks for putting me on the spot here, Jeff. <laughs> I, actually, it's probably like anybody else's day, with the exception that I don't get into my car and drive to work. I more or less telecommute. Um, and I wish I could say I'm a writer that every day I get up at nine o'clock and I sit down and you know I write for you know so long and then I do something else you know I'm my schedule is fairly chaotic I tend to write in the morning if I get up early enough and uh, I will work for a couple of hours and then once the family starts moving around there's a lot of distraction there and demands on my time and that's something and that attention. we've been talking about that yes. that's always a challenge always a challenge because people think you're just there well, you're at home and you're accessible. Yeah. So when you're accessible, um, it makes it a little bit harder. And I don't have a door on my study, so that makes me even more accessible. Uh, we so need to get you a door. I need a door. <laughs> <laughs> my kingdom for a door. And then um, usually through the day I'm doing other stuff, but I'll get back to writing about 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And I'm, I can work till like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And then hit the sack. There's been more than a few times where I have sent chapters or emails and like the manuscript as a whole, five o'clock in the morning to Anne and to my agent Sarah. And you know, they're like, "You're still awake? Yep, still awake." <laughs> yeah. Sometimes she, I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and she'll have like sent me a message at three in the morning. I'm like, "Do I even want to know?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, really, it's just I, I do pretty much like everybody else does, you know, through the day, run errands and everything. Uh, I would probably say the challenge is the distraction. I can tune things out to a degree, but it isn't just a matter of tuning out noise. You know, people are coming in and so forth. And that can make it hard. Then as far as, like, rewrites and so forth, like this time around when I rewrote Dragon Unleashed, which I'm glad I did. It's a stronger book. Uh, I hope Anne will be happy with it, and um, it's it needed to be done. But I will admit that by the time I finished it, it as I got closer and closer to the end, it got harder and harder to write because I was I, pretty I much, often do that very I much was, slow down at the end. Yeah, I was creatively drained, so you know it, it really got to be much harder. My word count 
productivity was much, much lower than it was when I started again. So that being said, it's done. I've had a nice Yay! weekend. I'm a little bit more recharged uh, on the flight out. I did work um, on the Epos King. For those who were wondering if that book is ever going to go out, yes, it is. <laughs> I can finally work and, on it and again. And she even told me about it, so I know that she she like has the story. Yes, I do. So I mean, I've got that, and I do apologize for the long delay. You know, I'm contractually bound um, for Dragon Unleashed, just like I was for Phoenix Unbound. So the self-published stuff basically has to work around that. Uh, however, with that being said, I appreciate the patience. Um, but yes, I am working on the Epos King. It is not tossed in a corner. I've already, you know, had the artwork commissioned. Y'all have seen the cover if you have followed me on Facebook. Uh, so yeah, it's not abandoned. It's just been delayed a lot. So, but <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> repeatedly. Um, however, now now you, should write, on... you should write the book Contract Unbound. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I should. <laughs> so now I do have a, uh, a third and final book contracted with um, Penguin for this trilogy that I will also have to start working on uh, at some point as far as the proposal goes and stuff like that. So I have a lot on my plate for the rest of the year. <coughs> Pardon me. But I think um, I have to have, if I want to be able to meet both contractual obligations and stick with, and not breach contract, I need to be able to have the Epos King out the door and published no later than October the 10th. So I will be hauling ass on this book. You can do that though, because that's, that, that gives you a solid couple of months of writing. Yeah, it does. And I'm, I'm already 30,000 words in it. So, you know, it's probably going to be of similar size to Radiance and to Idolin. Which so is like gives, 60 to 80? 75 to 85, yeah. Okay. So I think that'll work. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> because everybody's home for the summer. Yay. <laughs> yes, they are. And that's the other thing that has slowed me down. Everybody is home for the summer. <laughs> you know, maybe what you should do is get like one of those little tiny houses and put it on your property at Wimberley, you know, and... That could be your, your writing studio. Ah, I do have, um, I would love that. As a matter of fact, I have a thing set up. I've saved it. It's a, similar to a Vardo wagon, mm. you know, and I would love to put that out there. That would look great, too. It would. There's a company that sells them, and they're reasonably priced. They're not finished out, but, I mean, we can do that. Right. You know, and, yeah, I, I would love to put one of those out there. And this way, since it's away from the house, they'd have to make some effort to come bother me. <laughs> well, and if you have, like, the landmines and the concertina wire yes, around and, it. and the snarling guard dogs. <laughs> and, right. Maybe they'll think twice. Maybe not. They're Maybe pretty they're resilient <laughs> and relentless. <laughs> yeah. God love them. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you very much for sitting and talking with me. Absolutely. Thank you for sticking me on the spot. It's, you know how early it is? I'm thinking to myself, what do I do through the day? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do, do I, I do, do all, all day, day long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's, I think, true of all of us. <laughs> I always think of that line from the song. Um, I love Bonnie Raitt's cover of it, Angel from Montgomery. You know, and the line goes, um, dust flies in the kitchen. I can hear him buzzing. I ain't done nothing since I woke up today. 
that's probably what it feels like. Well, as I was just talking about what I was doing through my day, I thought, geez, I'm really boring. <laughs> I am too. One of my least favorite interview questions, and, and I, it's fine to ask it, so you know, don't think that, but you know, like when people ask me, um, what do you do besides write? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I I always come up blank. It's like yeah. um, uh, stuff. Yeah, sometimes I sleep and I, um, eat. I eat and I hang out. Yeah, I sit on the patio and read. And I make Mr. Draven cosplay for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like your hobby, right? right? That's my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. All right, well, uh, let's wrap it up for the day. Uh, we have to go out and people to see and things to do. Yep. But it's been so nice having these couple of days to hang out with you. It has been nice. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it was fun. So glad you could come. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Um, I probably will not podcast tomorrow, but maybe I will on Monday. We'll see. Monday I'm flying to New York, so we'll just see what happens. Awesome. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.